week we're reading the portion about Yosef in the uh, portion of Yeshev, the story about Yosef we start so in order not to break up the portion next week of course we we got stuck in the middle over here uh, middle of the story he was put into jail and we don't have the ending so uh, by divine providence they added the extra week Yosef means to add so we gave us an extra week also and it's also the week of Hanukkah so I'm always happy, you know, Hanukkah, especially the light of Torah has to do with Pneumius Torah, with uh, the inner part of Torah, and with Hasidus. So therefore, I was more than happy to take another week for Chabad Hashem. And uh, so next week will be the final week for this year. And then we're going to go over to uh, the young Israel of Sharon. And I'll let the other rabbi worry about it. <laughs> uh, the, um, just a... Uh, a short, you know, give you a little bit of an insight, you know, we're talking about Chabad, about the Hasidus, about Vayeshev, but, you know, in the very beginning of the Parsha, it talks about the dream. So, one of the dreams was, he says, he says that, uh, we were bundling the bundles, uh, middle of the field. And Yosef, of course, says, my bundle stood up, and your bundles were all bowing down to, to me, and as yes, the story goes. But what is this meaning of they were bundling bundles? Okay, it was a dream, a Yosef dream, he told the story, we understand the concept, but what is bundling bundle? What is the, what is the meaning? What is the significance of that? Is that just, uh, I mean, just, 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 just a dream? Or there's some meaning to it? So actually, the Alter Rebbe of Zaman, who we just celebrated his redemption in the Torah or for this week, uh, in the beginning, in the second Mimer over there, he, um, he brings down a very interesting thing. And he says, what is the idea when you bundle a bundle? What happens is that you have a, a bunch of stalks that are scattered all over. And what you do when you make a bundle is you take the various different pieces that were scattered all over the place and you put them all together, you unite them, and you tie them together. That's the idea of making a bundle. And in essence, this is really the service that we are supposed to do in our lifetime is this world is to bundle bundles the work of the tribes in the dream was actually something which we do bundle bundling the bundles what does that mean so you know in the kabbalah it talks about that there was 248 sparks that have fallen in what's known in the term of the kabbalah in the shvirata kelim in the breaking of the vessels, 200 and 288 sparks. That, that's based on the verse uh, when it says originally in the Chumash, in the Embracious, in the beginning, it says, The word Merachefes means was hovering, the spirit of God, Merachefes. The word Merachefes is made up of two parts. The first letter is Mem, and the last letter is Sof, which spells out the words Mace. And the middle words is Reish Pei Ches, which is 288. That represents, in the Kabbalah, the 288 sparks that died, that fell down. What does it mean that they fell down? Which means originally they were in the world which is called the world of Toihu, the world of chaos, in which they were on a very high level. But because they lacked over their inclusion and unity, 
they fell apart. And actually what happens is that the closer you are to Hashem, the less separate you are. And the more separate you are, that means that you're further from Hashem. Because in the presence of Hashem, there is unity. For example, say, we say, Ose Shalom Bim Ramav. God makes peace in the ones above. Who Yase Shalom Aleinu, He should make peace with us. What does it mean God makes Shalom Bim Ramav in those high above? What does He make peace? Well, you have different angels. As we read by uh, Avram and Sarah, there came the three angels, Michael, Gabriel, and Rephael. So there's different angels. And these angels, each one has a unique quality. Michael is with Ava, love. Gabriel is with Yira. Each one stands for something very powerful, very profound on a spiritual level. So, in their standing, the way they stand, they are very much in force of what their position is. is similar to what you have a prosecutor and you have a defense. Each one gives their opinion and very forcefully pushes their agenda or what they're supposed to either defend or to try to find the person guilty. And each one is saying very... but And then the judge is the one that makes the decision. But the angels, they have the qualities and to them the most important thing is their qualities, the level of love of Hashem. And Gavriel, for example, his main quality, the angel Gavriel, his main quality is the awe of Hashem. So, as they are standing, they are actually against each other because each one has their point that they're trying to push. But it says, But when they come into the presence of Hashem, in God's presence, the Gavriel, the Michoel, Rafael, anything, he makes peace about them because in his presence, in the presence of the Almighty of Hashem, there is no difference of opinion. Everybody is subjugated and everybody listens. And everybody is totally devoted to, to Hashem. So basically what we're saying over here is that as the world descended, things become fragmented, things become scattered. And all of the world, those sparks started off with 288 sparks. But eventually, as the uh, worlds and as the descendants grew, as the descent went even further, they further, it's like a shattered piece of glass, uh, which has a, a bunch of small pieces. So maybe originally it broke into... 288 pieces, but then each one of those pieces goes and breaks into many more splinters. And the uh, same thing is true with the different souls of the Jewish people. We started out with 70, and then we have 600,000. Those are the souls, general souls. Then each one of these souls further splintered into various different. That's why we have a lot more than 600,000 people, Jewish people. Those are the splintered souls which are part and fragments and, and, and small pieces of the soul which come down into each individual. And because of their 
fragmentation, their distance for Hashem, it is our job to go ahead and collect these sparks and to bring them back. It is said that when the Jews left Egypt, it says, Vegam Erev Rav, they brought the Erev Rav, the mixture, that's the Rav is Reish Beis, is 202. So that means that 202 sparks were brought back when they came out of Egypt. And the rest of them were still working. The other 86 sparks were still working till today. When we collect all the sparks, that's when Mashiach will come. And that's what we're working. How do we collect the sparks? That's the sparks that are in every item that we can't tell that it's holy. When we eat something and we make a bracha and we use that energy to do good, when we go out and we work with material things, we built our homes, everything that we do in the physical world, if we utilize those things in a positive way, we're taking a certain spark which is been splintered and gone into the house, into the food, into everything, into our energy, everything that we do. We take those sparks and we're using them, we're gathering them together. We're gathering all those sparks together and we bring them up to the higher levels, to the level of Malchus, the various different uh, discussion in Hasidus. This is just a very small little tidbit of the, of the uh, discussion over there uh, that we study about. But the, the bottom line is that all the work that we do over here in this world has a purpose, which means it's not so happened, you know. Our parents just gave birth to us, and, and then we're here. And we don't know what to do. It's an accident, you know. We're here. What do we do? We're here. You know, we try to uh, satisfy, make the best life for our material, physical self. Or is there a purpose? Is there a plan? Is there some meaning to all this? So, of course, we know as Jews, we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to make the world a better place for all mankind. Uh, we have that obligation to live a life of honesty, of decency, so that people will say and see that the uh, Jewish people are uh, worthy of emulating and following them. But our job is therefore to take all those sparks that we find all over, gather them together, bring them back to Hashem, make the world into a better place, and then we will merit Bezrus Hashem very soon, the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, Amen.